Yes. Sweet. Awesome. Okay. So we set this conversation up because it's day one of the confident challenge and we don't have a plan. It's just a conversation. And I'm really excited to hear about your new project and some things that you're working on. And for context, um, if anybody's watching this who hasn't done the workbook pieces today in the group for the challenge, it's all about clarity and clutter and making sure that where you're showing up online is where you want to be showing up online and not just because you feel like you have to, because there will always be some advice that you have to be here or there or everywhere or whatever, um, and making sure that what you're choosing is right for you. So today we just got, I kind of took people through an audit and said like, you know, what do you like? What do you not like? And where have you abandoned for a while? Because if you haven't posted in like six months or a year, it might be time to just let that one go. Um, I was just thinking my Facebook business page is a disaster. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, <laughs> I can't be bothered. No, I mean, everybody is at a different point. I just updated mine. People probably saw that I like kind of spammed everyone there for a couple of days. Cause like I had an old Facebook page and an old Facebook group and then Facebook wouldn't let me update my branding or my name. And then finally it did. And I was like, oh yes, I'm going back to the old one. Cause it's got way more people on it. Um, so I'm doing the same thing. Nobody, nobody's perfect. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes there's just not a reason to. Yeah. If you, if it's not bothering you, um, one thing that I find people can be a problem if like you abandon something, people might think you're out of business. So I just tell people to add, just like pin an announcement or a tweet at the top that says, Hey, I don't use this platform anymore. Check out my email list or check out this platform that I do like. And that oh, way, all you have to do is add a post and not go to any trouble. Mm -hmm. But we should probably introduce you and how we know each other. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, so hmm, how do we know each other, Rachel? <laughs> oh my gosh, there's That's a- for you to share. <laughs> yeah, I know. There. <laughs> um, we have been working together for a little while now and hoping, hopefully for a good long time on, you help me with everything uh figuring out my brain and getting over myself and trusting myself which is why the topic of this chat is so perfect um i think you're the perfect person to kick off this week because although the focus is on inspiring confidence through your words that does have to come from being confident in your own choices and what you decide to do with your business and where you decide to go and being confident in the what you create in the world um yeah, another reason it's great is there's no way this conversation could be anything other than just like an authentic hangout because you wouldn't let me do anything else <laughs> that's not just totally real. And um, yeah, so why don't you tell us about your business and your your things that you create in the world? Because you. Mm. Uh, yeah, my business is like constantly changing um, because I am the human who is constantly changing. And in order for my work to stay interesting to me, I feel like my business has to keep up with that. And so um, in a nutshell, um, so my business is called The Unfinishing School. Um, and in a nutshell, what I do is I work with women to um, both set their sights on kind of the highest version of the lives that they want to live. Um, to undo old patterns that like keep them from doing that. And then also more importantly, learning how to take responsibility for the pieces that really belong to them and how to let everything else go. 
right? So I tend to work with women who have kind of alpha personalities and um, it's burning them out and there's a way they want to be able to accomplish more by doing less. And really at the crux of that is like letting go of the shit that isn't yours, <laughs> that you actually can't influence even if you try, even though lots of us try to think that we can. Oh yeah, that that's awesome. And something you said at the beginning was that you work with people who have more of an alpha personality often. Is that something that you did on purpose or does it just happen? Well, you know, they say <laughs> when you're a coach, right, they say that like you sort of do the work that like is, you know, that you're a step or two ahead of. So like I'm a recovering overachiever, like <laughs> do all of the things all of the time. I don't need sleep. I don't need anything. Right. Um, and so for me, like my process has been, how do I, how do I still want and have more um, and not kill myself to have it? How do I get to be important in the equation too? Um, and so I think by nature, I just tend to draw women who have that as part of their imprint. Right? That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And then you said also that your, your business is constantly changing um, uh -huh. because you're changing. And I think that would be really cool to talk about because I think that's what scares a lot of people when they are avoiding making, you know, something that we're going to talk about later in the week is like, making your tagline or your simple promise or your one liner or whatever it is that you want and be consistent in your messaging. And often the reason our messaging is really scattered and inconsistent is that we have like, I made this Facebook page at this point and I had this messaging and then like I grew and learned a little bit and now I want to focus on this. And so my website says that I work with these people and then I made some lead magnets for, because I tried for a while to work with something else. But like, I think that's okay to keep evolving and that picking something for right now and being consistent where you show up doesn't mean that you have to stick with that forever. Yeah, for sure. And there's a way that like, and um, so there's my business, but underneath my business is me and the core of who I am. And so when I look at like my, what I consider to be my purpose in the world and like what I'm here to do and serve, um, there's a few words that pop up. So one of them is like your deepest truth. Um, another is authenticity. Another is surrender, right? So those three themes. Um, so my business is one in which those three themes like show up in anything that I'm doing. And so it's a way for me to be consistent over time, even if over here I'm talking about relationships and over here I'm talking about entrepreneurship or over here I'm talking about pandemics, right? <laughs> like it doesn't really matter. Those three, those three things show up all the time. And so we all are connected to something bigger than like what our business is. And so when we can touch what those things are and let those things really um, communicate themselves through our messaging, then we're able to bring people along with us as we change. Yeah, that's really cool. I think that understanding that for a lot of people would make them feel more comfortable in niching down and being specific about the kind of work they want to do and who they want to work with and saying that out loud and putting it out in the world because you don't have to lock yourself into a box of, I only work with people in this industry or whatever. Like that's not the only way to, because I talk about targeting a lot and like being really specific about who you're talking to, but that doesn't mean 
it's a female in her mid-40s with two kids who has a certain amount of income and has been in business for five years or between five and seven years or whatever. Like, like you said, it can be people who are looking for, who share those really specific things that show up for you or who are attracted to those things and maybe share those values. So yeah, even if yeah, so for me, <laughs> right. So for me, it's the people who can hear underneath anything they can hear yet there's something inside me that knows there's a place that I need to let go of control. And, um, and there's a way that I want to be all of who I am. Right. So that's like in anything that I'm saying or doing or like, you know, launching, I don't use the word launch ever, (laughs) anything that I'm offering, right? Like those are, those are the undercurrents of my message all the time so that they ping the people that are like, Oh yeah, I want that. Yeah. That's, it's also funny that you say, sorry, you don't use the word launching because that's, I feel like there are a lot of words that, I don't know, either they're not right for you or people are scared of them. And those are two different things, but sometimes then, okay, so for, for mine or a lot of people that I talk to, it's sales. They hate saying that I'm doing sales or I'm selling or whatever. Um, And so the word I like to use is inviting you know, you're just sharing, you're just inviting someone to work with you. Like if the idea of selling or launching is, doesn't feel right to you, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're asking someone to get lunch with you, except over and over and over and doing work, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh-huh. the, the thing about it is, is like, like what I would say is, um, the avoidance, right? Like some people don't like the term sales because they have a an icky relationship with offering themselves as something of value that deserves to be paid. Right. And so, um, like I love sales. I think sales are super fun. (laughs) Um, but, and so, but launching for me is another thing because it's like, it's like launching is an an energy of forcing, Hmm. right. I'm going to light this thing and make it go no matter what. And I just don't run my business from that space. Yeah. That's very true. Your business is really seamless in the way that like when you share with people and connect with people, at least from what I can see on Facebook and Instagram, where we mostly Facebook is where I see you talking and connecting with people. It's like, there's no line between, hi, I'm Rachel. I'm talking about what's going on in my life. And hi, I'm a coach and I can help you with this thing. It's just it just is, but it's never like salesy. So do you actively work on that? Like, did it take you time to get to that point? Or is it just how that, how'd you get there? Well, so one of the things that I've become aware of in the last couple of years is, um, um, I used to be like very much a compartmentalizer, right? So there would be like my life with my kid over here, my life with um, my not kid over here, <laughs> my life as a coach, right? And I used to try to keep them separate because I thought if people knew the whole story that like it would somehow diminish my credibility or something. And then I had like a bunch of really hard stuff happen in my life. And there was a way that it was like, oh, well, the way I'm parenting my child here isn't actually any different than the way I need to be running my business isn't actually different, any different than like the way that I need to be taking care of myself or whatever. And so for me, they all just started to blend in a way that like I couldn't extract them from each other. Um, It's funny. I used to have this experience of like 
um, being in relationships and like having something off with my partner and like my whole life would just be like (laughs) non-functioning. I'd be like, this is terrible. I hate this. But it was always because there was something tangled and the tangle affected everything else. Um, and I know not everybody's cut out that way, but I am apparently now. And so, um, what I would say is in that process, one of the things that I learned is that part of the way that I serve my mission and purpose in the world and the way I do, um, I mean, it's not the same way that I coach, but like part of my job in this lifetime is to do hard shit and be really transparent about doing the hard shit so that people who are experiencing hardship or afraid of doing it um, actually can see like what the process looks like, right? Because a lot of times we get these stories that, oh, I was dead broke and then dun, 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 here's my book about how to make money, right? And you're like, uh, sure, like I'm reading the principles. In between. Yeah. yeah, they make sense. I get it. But like, what does it look like? And how do I know when I'm in it if I'm doing it right? And so for me, it's about being really transparent so that it's like, oh no, like, (laughs) yes, I was dirt poor and maybe now I'm not anymore, but let me show you what that looked like the whole way through. Just a straight line. (laughs) Right. And it wasn't, and it may be like the important parts of it weren't the things that you would think were. And so, so that's, for me, that's like, um, using my life and my own personal experience as like a means of communicating about the work that's possible um, and what it looks like and feels like to be in it, um, I think is really important. I think it builds a lot of, you know, I don't know if you've ever signed up with a coach and been like, what's going to happen here? I have no idea. Right. And sometimes you don't know. And sometimes you want to know. And that's sort of what keeps you from saying yes. Right. And so my ability to share what it's like, um, which is a lot of like, we don't know, we're just going to like face it as we do it. And like the important things are you feel how you feel and you like notice what you notice and like, it's all just practice. Um, that those things then inspire confidence, right. To give it a shot. There's no wrong way to do it. Yeah. I think something you said that's really important is that you used to worry that sharing your personal story would like somehow affect your credibility. Cause I think a lot of people feel that way especially when they haven't really decided how much they want their personality to be their business or their brand. Like, do I need a special brand name? Do I need a special logo? Like, do I need to pretend like I have a team and always use the word we? Um, Like, because I mean, we, there's a lot of things that we've learned from kind of, I guess, more traditional businesses and watching big brands that we're like, oh, this gives you credibility. This makes you legit. Um, You have to you know, have spoken at a conference with Seth Godin or whatever. And personal stories have so much power that I think people are starting to really realize, even when it comes to things that we didn't, like, we don't naturally think. Like, you know, conversations about business and sales and new offers, like, we're seeing a lot of personality-based brands. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but mm-hmm. I love that sharing your story has helped you actually connect with the right people because that's amazing. And it's helped me work through, like, so I'm going to just use money as an example for a minute. Um, there's a way that if I'm not making the money I want to be making yet, but I want to charge more money, right? There's a way that 
many people believe I have to look like a brand that's making money so that people will spend their money with me. And so like not being willing to like put on that layer of like, yes, I make a shit ton of money, right? Is actually one of the things that like, um, and like, like, you know, if you're making a lot of money, it's really easy to say, I'm worth a lot of money. It's a lot harder internally if you're making no money to say, I'm worth a lot of money. And so that is the discomfort that we have to sit with in ourselves that's not available when you like put the facade on, right? And so for me, like that's led to a whole host of internal work of like, why do I think that when my bank account is in the negative that I shouldn't be able to charge what I charge, even though I know I'm a damn good coach, right? So those are the kinds of things that like you have to look at, you have to be with, and you have to transform your relationship with in order for things to be different. Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. I'd love to hear more about the transforming the relationship because what I talk to people about is how to share, like what to share, you know, how to position yourself. And, um, but yeah, that, that relationship has to come first, that comfort. So, and I guess I'm assuming that doesn't necessarily mean you go out and start saying how much you make first thing before, you know, (laughs) Well, it's like, I mean, and you and I have talked about this, right? Like, um, if you thought of every single thing in your life as like your primary intimate relationship and you were like, how do I want to be with this person? Right. And, and like, like, how am I with this person and how do I want to be with this person? Right. So, um, if I take my bank account, for example, And I look at my bank account and I'm like, oh, I feel um, like I need to make excuses. Like I feel shame. I feel like a loser. I feel like whatever, like that's not how I want to be in relationship with an intimate partner at all. Right. So the transformation is like, okay, I'm going to take the relationship of my dreams. How do I want to be in that? I want to be um, assured of who I am. Yeah. I want to be empowered. I want to know that like my partner's love isn't conditional on whether I'm making money or not. I want to know that I'm supported no matter what. I want to know that I'm a good person no matter what my bank account looks like, right? So it's in the like understanding what those pieces are and then really sort of slowly moving yourself or reminding yourself that like those things are true no matter what your bank account looks like. That's so interesting. And also I'm sure people are thinking like easier said than done. But, <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh man. I like that you talk a lot about it's and you're, it's not about forcing it either. It's not no. about like adding effort. It's tell me more about that. Cause you, I don't, ex- you explain it well. <laughs> well, so this is where like force, force is like an element of control. Right. So many of us from the time we are young are conditioned to think that, I mean, especially women, right. That in order to compete with men, right. That we have to do more, we have to be smarter, we have to be on top of the game. And so we get conditioned into overperforming basically. 
Um, and that overperformance as women, like just in our genetic makeup as women, like isn't healthy. It burns out our adrenals. It's why a lot of us start this journey of entrepreneurship and like a few years into it are like, why am I so exhausted? Right. It's why a lot of us want to leave the office environment, right. Especially in environments that are really male heavy, um, because we're measured by our ability to produce. And so when we can say, I'm a valuable, valuable human, irrespective of what I produce on any given day, right? And I trust that I can still have everything that I want without busting my ass to have it. Like you're taking a stand for both your feminine energy, but also like your worthiness on the planet. Um, <laughs> and then like living into that, like practicing living into it um, in a way that like, so for me, Let's see, how would I do this? How would I give this example? Um, if I wanted to launch something, let's say, let's say I was gonna do a membership group and let's say that like, in order to meet my financial goals, I wanted to have 100 people in this group and I was selling it for 30 bucks a month, I don't know, whatever, it doesn't really matter. And every day I was like, I'm gonna get those people, I'm gonna get those people, I'm gonna get those people. Basically what I'm saying is, I don't trust the universe to deliver that for me. I don't trust that I deserve it. And I don't trust that it can come to me unless I go get it. And that goes back to the whole producing every day. Like you feel like you have to have numbers to back up that you existed today. Yes, exactly. And so the practice is like, I exist and my existence is enough. Right. And it's not like my existence sitting on the couch eating bonbons is enough. It's like who I am as a human and the things that I have to offer in the ways that I decide feel best to me to deliver them are what's right. It's that's the trusting yourself part, right? It's the place where all of our natural inclinations are true and right. But most of the time we doubt them because we don't see anybody else doing them right? Because they're different than everybody else's. Right. And so if we can just trust them and then take our hands off the wheel and say, okay, well, this is the way I want to do that. Great. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Yeah. It's like, you have to do it before you can have it. You can't get the external validation before you're doing it. Like you can only have, you can only have it. I don't know. I'm not saying that well, but like for me, that's, I have a reminder every morning that pops up on my phone that says like, I trust my body today, if I need to rest, I can rest. If I want to play and have fun, I can play and have fun. And if I want to work, I can work because I used to think I had to work nine to five and then stop. Mm. And sometimes I wake up at like 6am and I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to work. And then I'm like done by like nine and I just want to have a day or I want to work late at night. And I used to like, be like, no, 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 I have to do it. I don't know the way I see the world used to do. Suddenly everyone is realizing that remote work and strange schedules are a thing that are just going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> We're all like, oh, wait, there's no rules anymore. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a way that um, that compartmentalization that I was talking about earlier, there's a way that it disconnects us from the natural flow of energy, right? So this morning, um, 
I um, had breakfast with my kid. I took him for a walk on the beach, right? It's a Monday. Like that's not what people do on Mondays, but it's what I chose to do today because that was what, like the energy that was present was my kid needed some of my time and my attention. I really wanted to be outside. I had things that I needed to do for work, but like that energy actually was not louder than the energy of take your kid to the beach. And so when we can like let ourselves have the things that we want, trust that like nothing is going to break, nothing is going to die, it's okay, um, things tend to then start to um, coalesce around us and support us in having it that way. The issue is most of us don't give that enough space to actually see if it's possible. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because it's not like now you can't get the work done because if you were if you had forced it you'd be feeling guilty now that you didn't take your kid for a walk this morning or he'd be like knocking on the door like hey <laughs> right? so kind of like, time to do things <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah, yeah so speaking of changing routines tell me about your new podcast or project <laughs> with things going on things are happening well so Last year, I did an experiment for a whole year. And, um, and yeah, it was amazing, right? The, the, the core of the experiment was, can you follow your intuition every single day, no matter what it says, and in all of the places in your life that you aren't in control, can you still show up to them as if you can have what you want? And so, like, that would mean things like, um, you know, if I wanted to, like, go to a yoga retreat in Mexico, but didn't have the money, could I still act as if it was something that I could have and long enough to actually see the possibility of it unfold? And so all kinds of really cool, amazing stuff happened in my life. Um, and for me, it really reinforced that whole, like, take your hands off the wheel. Like you are not in charge here. Right? <laughs> um, and like, yes, you have to act when you're called to act. And yes, you have to be curious and yes you have to be clear about what you're trying to create but like the path to it is not the thing you would expect so i was in conversations a couple of weeks ago with this colleague and girlfriend of mine we we do a program together called year of surrender which is um basically a sisterhood that um culminates in a trip to bali right where where we we teach the principles of how you live in surrender over the course of a year while people are living their regular lives and then they get to have this sort of amplified experience um in bali and um and so we were talking about like you know like so the energy in this group right is like oh, well, you know, we thought we were the only however many people in the world who are working on surrender, but now it turns out the whole world is in surrender, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a whole lot going on that nobody's in charge of. And so um, this girlfriend and I decided we were going to start a project. And the project, I believe, we're still in the, not early stages, we move quickly, but we're still in the finalized stages. Um, we're calling this project Diary of a Pandemic. And the idea is, how do, you, how do you show up to who you are, how you feel, and what you want every single day amidst, A, not being able to predict what today is going to bring, and also in a way that you allow whatever today brings to move you forward, like to move you to more of where you are supposed to be going. 
Um, and how do you do that in a way that like has you being the fuller version of yourself as opposed to like this contracted, scared, fearful, whatever. And so just as an example, so we're turning this into a podcast, right? <laughs> and, and a video cast and a whatever, like, and you know, like, here's the thing is we have these ideas and we're like, this is a great idea. And then we like, like it all, the energy of it feels really on. And then we start to like become aware of like the game that we've actually constructed for ourselves. And I'm like, oh shit. So like, people I know might die during the course of this and I'm going to have to be public about how that feels or like, you know, like it's that whole, like being really transparent about it. Right. So now I'm doing this in public. Um, but just as an example, so, um, in my life, like I can, you know, I can look out into the world and be like, okay, like the world that I live in doesn't appear much different at this point. Although I went to the grocery store yesterday and it was a very different experience than the last time I had been, which was a couple of weeks ago. Um, but right now, so I, my life is such that I live part-time with my ex-husband and my child and part-time I live in another city. <laughs> and, um, and because we're in lockdown, I am living full-time now with my ex-husband and my child. And so the other, like a couple of days ago, I was laughing to myself because I was like, Oh, well, the coronavirus is just delivering all of my personal growth work in this really aggravating, tiny package. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like you prepared for this for a year without knowing. Like, that's totally. <laughs> but so like, you know, I'm having, I'm like having to deal with, oh, this part of my life was great when it was just part-time, but now that it's full-time, like, oh my God, get me out. <laughs> and, oh, I could tolerate this in my ex-husband when it was just part-time, but now I'm like, oh God, no, <laughs> like, please stop. And so it's like, dirt, 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 like, it's, so it's, ask, it's asking me to bring um, things to the forefront that need some of my attention, that need some healing, that need a different way so that I can carve the new path forward. And, um, so, well, I don't know, a lot of people are probably like binge watching Netflix. Like that is not my reality right now. I'm like in my bedroom, like I need to journal about this, <laughs> but it's a really a beautiful opportunity for growth. Like we're really being asked to, I think, be conscious and consider not only who we want to be, um, in the collective and like how we want to treat the planet and how we want our political and social systems to exist because those things are shifting no matter what. Oh, yeah. So like we have a chance to influence that and be aware of that. But at the same time in our individual lives, like think the things that are bugging the shit out of you right now, they're asking for your attention. And so it's an opportunity to look really closely at like, what is working here? What is serving me? And what is not to create some new pathways out of it? Yeah. And that, it's amazing that, I don't know, it's just, you're still having to, you're having to do that even more in a way of, and I don't know how it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like I'm still looking for a path, even though I have no control over the path or where I'm going to the grocery store or in like anything. That's, that's fun. There's a, there's a, a man in my life who lives in the other city, right? And I'm now faced with who knows how long it's going to be until I get to see him again. I'm like, all right, well, how do I want to do this? Do I want to just like let him like slowly like drift away because it's too hard? Or do I have to reinvent some new ways to be with what we got available? 
it's like an epic exercise in prioritization and yeah figuring out what you were just not in this specific in, in instance but what are we just settling for because we were just kind of going through our routines and so what, much yeah <laughs> 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 but yeah well that's very interesting I'm excited to see the podcast or hear the podcast when it does come out or whatever form it ends up taking uh-huh. I think next week I think oh. stay tuned next week we'll see <laughs> okay yeah well feel free to like put it in the comments on this post I'm gonna check Facebook and see if we had anybody comment oh awesome. hi Carla she said that she oh. loved your experiment from last year and she says hi hi Carla Carla followed along every day with that experiment and oh that's knows more about my life than any human should probably <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah, I think that's all we've got right now. I just, I mean, didn't make the event until very recently, but yeah. Well, any closing thoughts on trusting yourself? And I mean, I feel like the idea of letting things go is just like so relevant right now because we have no choice and it's just, you have to figure out how to be okay with it. Yeah. Um, this, like, this phrase has been sort of around, like, I've said it a few times in the last week or so. It's like, you are who you are, you want what you want, you feel what you feel, and you have to exist in the world, right? So the, the trusting yourself is being clear about those first three things, right? And then, and then from there, getting clarity about how you want to move in the world. Um, and most of us do the opposite, right? We look at the world to sort of tell us how we should be, how we should feel, what, what we should want. Um, and so really taking the time to evaluate, like, who am I? How do I feel what I want? And like, but that's not stagnant. That changes from moment to moment. Um, and um, and that, that can really like, that, that living with those things as the priority is the thing that lets like, okay, the world can do whatever the world needs to do. And it's not to say I'm not involved or I don't care. Um, but like, even in just the example with my ex-husband, like right now, like I'm practicing, like letting him be who he is and not like needing it to be different. And so like some of the things that I'm doing different is like, so I realized the other day, my child and my ex-husband like, like to make noise just for the sake of making noise. And so they're like, you know, one was like singing and dancing and the other one was like, I don't know, strumming a guitar, like, <laughs> but they weren't doing it together, but they were in the same room. And I was just like, oh my God, oh my, I, I can't. And, and so instead of making them stop, I was like, great, I'm going to go in the other room. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to like, I'm going to, I'm going to recognize I am a human who has need for quiet and space. And I'm going to go do that. You don't have to be wrong for whatever it is that you're doing, but I'm just going to go over here because that feels better. Um, and so it's, it's super subtle and at the same time, it's like really important and the more subtle it is and the more practice we have with the subtle things and the bigger things tend to get easier, right? Then it's like, oh, when an experiment is like, Hey, do you want to follow your intuition for every day for a year? Like, okay, so I've been on this path for a long time. That was an easy thing for me to say yes to. But if you had never 
like if you had never trusted yourself before, if you had never like, if you don't even let yourself have a glass of water when you're thirsty, right? Um, <laughs> don't look at me like that. It happens. There's a whole slew of women out there that know exactly what I'm talking about. Interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> but if, so it's those little things like, how can I give myself what I need so that I can do that on a bigger scale when I'm actually face to face with the world? That's awesome. Yeah, so closing question. We've already covered this in long form, but if you had to sum it down just to a few words, like what does confidence mean to you? Or just the word confident, actually. I think, um, well, I think the word confident is like, uh, I think it embodies the sense of like, I am okay. And I like, I am okay as who I, as who I am. And I don't need to know, and I don't need to pretend in order to be confident. Right. It's more about alignment, I think. Yeah. You don't have to pretend. It doesn't have to be a facade. You don't have to fake it. I love that, that you're in alignment and that I love it. I think that's the perfect closing note. So, uh, yeah, we need closing music. (laughs) 